0: Sitting at the coffee table where you're reading Kierkegaard Minutes later you proceeded to say something that almost broke my heart You said, darling, I am tired of living my routine life There is so much in the world that I'd like to soak up with my eyes Well, baby, I never did stop it from going out to explore we can do it all together from the colds of the poles to the tropics of Borneo. Ba-da-da-ba-da-ba. Let's pack our bags and lie on the easy street. to you We can build our own little world Where no one else can come through We can live in huts made out of grass We can greet Father Time as he walks past We can press our feet into the dirt A little mud, no, it wouldn't hurt
1: I've never had that compulsion that a lot of people that I know have of always having to go somewhere, traveling, see the world. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I I admire that. One of my best friends decided one day he left Montreal. He just, he had enough. He wanted to go elsewhere. He moved to Calgary, started himself a business there, and then started visiting all of Canada. Bought himself a motorcycle and every few months just hops on a motorcycle and go across Canada, travels sees the big country that we live in. I've never had that. I, I, I do admire it and I do enjoy it for him by proxy, but to me, I always think about the practical side of it. That always overwhelms my mind, having to pack, having to face the weather, having to face the consequences of not being at home because I have autistic children and I can't leave them for two weeks, there's nobody to take my place. Literally nobody to take my place. So leaving for a day is almost impossible. Two weeks. And then, I don't know, if you go on plane, I've never been on a plane Will i be able to, and going through the airport, and always, always the practical side of it overwhelms me. So you're going to say I'm lazy, and yeah, maybe I am, but live in my shoes and then call me lazy. But when it comes to vacation, I'm thinking... Do I have to go through the hassle of all that? The point of a vacation is resting. Can I just stay home and rest? Do I have to go through all the trouble just to see somewhere else for a minute and then come back? I do have a dream destination three, actually. I will admit that. First, I want to see the UK. There's there's a romantic aspect to me of of the UK. I, I devour... British television so much and I love everything about it, about your culture. One of my closest friends, Scott Mayer, is British. Hi Scott. And um I would love to see the Ireland, Scotland, the UK. While the UK still exists. Not being foreboding or anything. Ah uh, second would be the Australian Outback. I, I'm aware that I can't see it all, it probably would kill me. But I would like to trek through it. Or motorcycle trek through it. Uh, I, I I've loved um charlie Borman's travel shows and i think he one of, on one of his shows he went to the, uh, the astronaut back and i was man i want to do that i want to be there with you i want to do that third would be japan by far that's my favorite destination that i would like to visit uh, a cousin of mine was living there for three years teaching english and i'm so jealous of her i would love that and it's it's uh it's pretty hard to migrate to japan And I wish I could. Honestly, somebody tells me you start fresh. You have no responsibilities. You don't owe any anything to anyone. You can go anywhere you want. You can live there. You can change your life. I would say, well, here, because I love (laughs) Quebec. I mean, it's the greatest place on earth. But if I can't choose here, I would say Japan. What would be yours? What would be your dream destination? What would be your dream change of life place? Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker, have been for the last 16 years, because during the day I take care of my two teenagers who are both severely autistic, and it leaves me very little time to keep my sanity, so in order to do it, I do this. Every week I play five songs related to one specific topic. This week the topic is travel, and we started with Zia V. She's a Malaysian singer, started her career in 2009. I would like to pronounce her... Real name, but I think that's the point of changing it because I can't, so she changed it because of me. I am so sorry for everyone uh, That album was um I think it peaked at something like hundred and thirty or forty at the billboard top two hundred, but the Associated Press named it one of the ten best albums of two thousand and nine, so that says a lot, not a whole lot of sales. But a whole lot of tribute. Very fantastic album. You should listen to it. It is great. And she plays the ukulele like nobody's business. That's her playing the uke on that song. <laughs> Thank you so much for being back with me. And if you would please like to be featured on After Midnight as a guest or a collaborator, please reach out to me on any of the social media platforms that I use. I'm Antoine Nightshift on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, After Midnight Podcast. Also, just maybe leave a message on my homepage, podcastaftermidnight.home.blog. For now, though, enjoy the next two songs.
2: Stay. We'll
3: clean up the mess while you're away.
4: Stranger, walking in a hall with his things and all Smiling said he was the long ranger Coming into Los Angeles Bringing in a couple of keys Don't touch my bags if you please, Mr. Customs Man My bad.
1: I very, very honestly thought that the musical genre known as African Dream Pop was a joke from Rick and Morty, because there's an episode in the the first season where this douchey character wants to listen to African Dream Pop, and it sounds really lame and mushy and cheesy, and I thought, well, it's a joke. But no, Dream Pop actually exists, and probably African Dream Pop too. I'd like to (laughs) look it up, probably, but there you go. The host of a music podcast didn't know that Dream Pop is a thing which you just listened to in the opening of this block. The band is called Steel Corners. They do what they call Green Pop slash Synth Pop, whatever that means, and they describe themselves as a neo-psychedelia musical project. Or, as I like to say, a band. This was their second album in 2013 called uh, Strange Pleasures. The song has been featured in a bunch of uh, of TV shows. Uh, I'll be honest with you, my daughter introduced me to it. She likes... To listen to music on YouTube, sometimes she's gone. Well, she starts with a band called Rule of Always, and then the YouTube's going to suggest, well, you might listen to this, you might like that, and she browses and browses and listens to music, and she fell on this one, and I don't think she listened to it again, but it really caught my interest. There, there's something about it that made me feel like a really nice drive in the mouth. That's how you know music gets to you when it puts an imagery in your head right away. So I'd like to know what it, what it does to you. I am curious to know if it did anything to you, if it put any kind of imagery in your head when you did it and uh, when you listened to it, I'm sorry. And that's probably what they mean by dream pop, that it it gives you kind of this ugh, dreamy vibe. After that was uh, Arlo Guthrie from 1969, uh, American Folk singer. for those who don't know it. He uh, most famously, well, I think most famously, did a cover version of uh, Where the Lions Are in the late 70s, I think, early 80s, late 70s. That was his most uh, popular song. I really like this one better, though, <laughs> Coming to Los Angeles. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that song. Listen to it. It says everything it has to say, and it's fun to listen to. And again, when I drive, it kind of gives you a little bit of kick. It's fun. What can I say? Speaking of what can I say? Podcast posse. What's your best travel experience? Cuz you've traveled a lot, right? I mean, you you went from from London to New York and presumably in the US you travel a bit. So what's your best travel experience?
5: Uh I think it's more I don't have like one great trip. Um I mean I went to Disney for Christmas last year, which was pretty fire. Um that was my honeymoon. Um but otherwise it's just you just see like it's the little differences. Like we went to Boston and in New York if you try and cross the the street when uh, you don't have the right of way. The car will run you down. Um, and it's your fault. Uh, whereas in Boston, I took a foot off of the pavement and suddenly the car would stop. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like what, what? Um, yeah. And then like I went to Seattle. See, I, I did love Seattle. I thought it was fantastic. Um, but they had like a wall that was just used bubble gum. What? And it was weird um to say the least okay yeah so and it reeked of mint Um uh, but no i would say Hello, Seattle. COVID.
1: okay <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's where it came from there you um, go and what's your worst travel experience i went to newcastle um yeah i'm not going back to newcastle
1: <laughs> that's in your home country
5: i i i used to hear that like well, once you go 10 miles outside of london you should stop and turn back. And I was <laughs> like, that's offensive. And then I went to Newcastle and was like, get it now. I get it.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, you're trashing my dreams because England is one of my dream destinations England, Ireland, and Australia that I want to visit someday if I, if I get a bucket place chance to do it. And you're trashing my dreams now. I wouldn't have gone to Newcastle, maybe, I don't know, Blackpool or. That's
5: the other end of the country. You're, yeah. you're good.
1: You're okay. good. Okay. Yeah.
5: Perfect. Great.
1: So where's Travel Bonesy's Newcastle? Well, thank you. What's uh, what's a song you'd like to recommend if you go on a trip? Because you, you used to go on to the ferry a lot in New York. So I assume you have a playlist when you go on the the train or in a plane. Oh,
5: damn. You, you didn't tell me this was coming.
1: You no, know, I wanted to get this fresh off your mind because this is when you do your best work, when you're impromptu. <laughs>
5: Yes, because I never do any research.
1: Because um, otherwise, you're going to recommend Simon and Garfunkel, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> or Pam is going to say, "Play Weezer." No, I want I want something. Hell, if you say Led Zeppelin, Dire Maker, I'm going to say, "Good choice." So, I mean, I mean, well, the obvious would be immigrant song. Thank you. Um, Perfect.
5: I think when I've been super jet lagged or tired, and I. But I know I have to do something. Like I land in England and I have to go see my family. Or I like to listen to "Drag My Body" by Hot Water Music.
1: Is this a joke?
5: No, no, it's serious. The song this, this, is
1: ju- the song is really called "Drag My Body."
5: Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Um, <laughs> so I listen to that usually when I get off a plane, and then I'm told, "Can you take your headphones out?" And I'm like, oh. Um, so, yeah, I'd go with that. That would probably be my... Okay. All right. That's all I had for you. Thank you so much. No worries. Very appreciated.
3: Hey there, podcast listener. Bitchy the Hamster here to let you know that Scott Mayar, host of An Englishman's Guide to Giving Your Podcast Such a Long Title that it pisses me off every time I have to make a publicity about it, now has a scream in a twitch. So I'm guessing he's neurotic. So if you want to see him scream and... What? A stream. Okay, so apparently Scott goes on a twitch and he drops his pants and he starts... What? Oh, screw that noise, just go on twitch.tv, look for Cap-N-C-A-P-P-A-N and Skiba, S-K-I-B-A, then watch some game, and then some Brit get pissed off at some other Brit, okay? Well, I got my heart up in a beautiful mess. I should've known better when I took the rest. I had to wreck myself and a gamble while I hope. going
2: And here we are again. It's a lovely evening in uh, Southeast Asia, as you can see. And I'd be enjoying it in any means of transport apart from the motorbike. If somebody said to me, Would you like to hop to Hanoi? Yes, I would. Go Shine so bright, a star's made for us tonight.
1: As the saying goes, it ain't over till an old Iggy song. And that was it, Iggy Pop, in 1977. This was released with the album Lost for Life. But as a B-side to the only, the one and only single released for that album, the single was called Success. And honestly, I've never listened to the whole album. I should. I really should because I love Iggy. But um, I don't know the song Success. That's what I meant to say. But I do know Lost for Life. It was really popular in the mid-1990s when it played with the the movie um, *Train Spotting*. And then all of a sudden, everybody was listening to Lust for Life. He was on on, uh, commercials on TV and was everywhere on every radio station. And this song had the same effect, the same renaissance in 1998 uh, with a marketing campaign for Toyota in the UK only for a car they released there called the Avensis, if memory serves. And uh, well, the song was pretty much more popular than the car itself, so much that it was re-released as a proper single, and it charted in the UK, I think it reached number 22, 22 years after the fact, which is pretty ironic, if you ask me. I really love that song, it's one of my favorite Iggy Pop songs, and it reminds me a lot of the theme song he did for a French cartoon from the late 80s, early 90s, called The Space Goofs, I think. I think that was the title of the English. It was a French cartoon, and he got an American to do the theme song. Eh, that's the French for you. I always said, if you want to go to France, to Paris, you don't need to speak French. Speak American. They love Americans much more than they love their own culture and language. What can I say about that? Before, we had uh, my friend Scott Mayer from The Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American. He dropped by to talk about travels, and he recommended this song that you heard. Uh, it was called Drag My Body by hot water music it's from their uh, 2012 album exister if i'm not mistaken it's an american punk band which is not surprising coming from scott mayar he loves that sort of thing he loves gaslight anthem and uh, alkaline trio so that really fits with him it is pretty good scott but it's pretty dark and the video is even darker it's it's uh, uh interesting and uh something that's kind of gets under your skin and stays with you who wasn't really comfortable watching the music video you but know still i love the song so thank you so much scott for dropping by and recommending your tastes thank you so much for uh being back with me this week i hope you enjoy the show as much as i love recording it and i'm leaving you with one last song as usual this one this week is from an israeli artist named asaf avidan he was uh, the lead singer for a band called the mojos in the early 2000 and then in 2012 branched out on his own to uh to do a solo career i discovered him and this song uh by sheer dumb luck i was uh, watching a music video for another song completely on youtube and you know when you watch a youtube video and he had this countdown that says i'm gonna start a new video and not relate to this and stop it if you want to listen to it yeah you sure you're gonna listen to it and i was doing something else and not really paying attention and then youtube started playing this song random out of nowhere and it really struck me. It, it, it had a, a Bowie vibe that really interested me. So I paid attention, started watching the video, and the music video is a, a troop of dancers in their own homes, individually, filming themselves dancing to this song. And honestly, listening to it, I thought it was like something from the mid-2000s or early 2000s, but it turns out it was released in uh, spring of 2020, and the music video itself was filmed in April 2020, during the lockdown. So you're going to say, yeah, this is boring. Honestly, it looks like an artistic choice. Until you see a bit where there's a kid running behind <laughs> the dancer because she filmed herself at home during the lockdown, the global lockdown. But if it wasn't for that, you'd think that it was an artistic choice to have these wonderful dancers filming themselves on a GoPro cam at home. It really is an amazing music video and the song is even better at least to me. I really loved it and I hope you're going to like it too. The song is called Earth Odyssey. The artist is Asaf Avedon. I'm Anthony from After Midnight. Thank you so much for being back with me. Please come back next time. Have a good week.
0: Mother, goodbye.